0: This is This Conversation We Don't Have. Hey family, my name is Tinola and you are welcome to This convo Podcast where we talk, learn, and dissect some crucial topics as Christians, not based on our preferences, but based on the Word of God. We aim to shed more light, grow in knowledge, and deepen in wisdom. Do settle down, listen, and enjoy it. Hello, everybody how are you doing you are welcome to another episode of this combo podcast yes definitely it's your girl Tinola, and she's always here just like every day of the year okay so don't bite me anyways how are you doing hope you are good and um trust you've been having a beautiful 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 month weeks days from the last time you heard my voice and um yes you're welcome to another episode of this combo podcast and this is the episode and beautifully is the last episode in this year 2021. Glory be to God. Okay so yes let's jump right into this and um, today I am going to be talking about a particular topic that is quite sensitive for me. Um, I I think I would say sensitive in a way that um, it it was something God took me through too. So it was really a tough thing for me to accept the learning of this, so that's why it's sensitive for me. And even to this very moment, I I just finished praying because the truth is I actually already started recording, but I cancelled it and I pr- I felt the need to pray. And uh, because this topic, I really don't know, but I just trust God. I really don't know what to say, but I trust God to make things clear and to shed light upon His word. And okay, so let's jump right into it. Okay, so yes, I am going to be reading from the book of Romans chapter nine. First of all, so let's read the Bible first of all, and um, then we can. Dive into the discussion, into the conversation today, and I'm going to be reading from Romans chapter 9 from verse um, 10 down to 23. Okay, so um, I read it says, And not only that, but Rebecca conceived children through one man, our father Isaac. For though our sons had not been born yet or done anything good or bad, so that God's purpose according to election might stand not from works, but from the one who calls. She was told the older we serve the younger. As it is written, I have loved Jacob, but I have hated Esau. What should we say then? Is there injustice in God? Absolutely not. For it tells Moses, I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it does not depend on human will or effort. Hallelujah. Hallelujah whoosh come on but on God who shows mercy <laughs> there's a reason why I'm laughing I don't know for the scripture tells Pharaoh I raised you up for this reason so that I may disclaim my power in you and that my name may be proclaimed in the whole earth so then he has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy and he ordains whom he wants to harden. You will say to me, therefore, why then does he find fault? For who can resist the his will? But who are you, a mere man, to talk back to God? Will what is formed say to one who formed it, why did you make me like this? Or as the no right over the clay to make from the same lump one piece of pottery, one piece of pottery sorry one piece of pottery for honor and another for dishonor and what if God wanting to display his wrath and to make his power known endured with so much patience object of wrath prepared for destruction and what if he did this to make known the riches of his glory on object of mercy that he prepared before and? okay so yes that is to verse 23 and sincerely the day i read this scripture and i got to this point it 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 was like a scripture that asks questions that questions that i've been asking for a while you know most times whenever i read the book of moses and i get to that and i get to that pharaoh's part i'm like god why right and the truth is i think i've developed different kind of answers back in the years every time i read that scripture but so this time around i was like i saw it and i was expecting paul to give us a you know like an explicit answer for paul to just just for paul to just eat us with who are we to question god like who are we to ask he says I'm um, sorry, let me look for the verse again. It says, in verse 20, it says, but who are you, a mere man, to talk back to God, right? To talk back to God. We what was, With what is formed, say, to one who formed it? why did you make me like this? And I, I, I'm very serious. After I read that, it felt like Paul complicated my matter. Like, it felt like Paul complicated the own issue. And I'm like... This is not an answer to what I need, right? And sincerely, that day that I read it, I just read through close to my Bible, and I think it was at night, and I slept right um until I think probably a few days after I was listening to um, Pastor Craig Groeschel's podcast, and I was listening to one of his sermon and he he, he explained something which actually brought light. And I saw the direction at which Paul was driving us through what he said, like by by, by what he said. And, you know, one of the things that Pastor Craig Rochelle said was that um, he said that we are not the main character. And that actually got me. So one thing that God did for me was God changed my perspective. I know that the last episode, we were talking about asking God questions, right? And, you know, sometimes it looks as if we do not get answers to our questions so, so many times. And it looks as if we are rebelling against God. Um... But the reason why it seems hard, the reason why sometimes it seems so difficult for us to get answers is because our perspective is wrong. For me, God changed my perspective and it brought understanding, it brought acceptance, though it it, it has been a process for me to accept this. And so that is why today we're talking about God's sovereignty and, the, uh, and our free will or our choice. I have been asked some questions about this free will our choice that is it true that we really have free will if god knows the beginning from the end does man really have free will does man really have choice right so today i am i, I it's not like i have a perfect answer but i am coming from the explanation or the understanding of a changed perspective today on how I want us to change the way we actually see God or the way we actually relate with God. So when we talk about God's sovereignty, I know the question that I asked myself was that, do we really accept God's sovereignty? When we say that God is sovereign over all, do we really accept God's sovereignty? Okay, so why why it is hard for us to accept the fact that God could actually decide to have mercy on whom we will have mercy on or, um, and decide to love one or hate one is because we have a wrong perspective about God, or we have a, a kind of like a perspective that needs a little bit of polishing when it comes to God and his sovereignty. And most times we feel like when we talk about our free will, we tend to see our free will as God is um, God answers to us, right? And we determine everything that happens. But in this term, It says that when Pastor Craig Osho said that we are not the main character, it actually changed a lot in my mind. And I'm like, God made us. God didn't, God was not made for us we were made for God. The reason why a lot of Christians have issues with when God says this, it's very difficult for us to sub- submit ourselves to whatever God says, is that we feel that God is made for us. And we really do not see it from the perspective of we are made from God. And we are not the main character. God is the main character. God calls the shots right and we and that is that has informed our relationship with god why a lot of people as it have a transactionary relationship with god we believe that if we pray god should do this if we ask god god should do this so it is if i had if god doesn't do it we start questioning god that god why didn't you do it i prayed i did this and did that and did that and we make it look as if god is meant to answer to us right but we are not the main character. That is the shocking thing and that is the truth. God is the creator. God creates us. God is the one who wrote the plan of our life. God is the one who wrote the trajectory of our life. God is the one who holds our destiny in his end. So he can decide. He made us. So he was the one who chose who we were going to become. Right, it was the one who chose who we're going to become. It's the one who said, I'm going to make man in my own image, It's the one that decided how we we're going to be formed. It's the one that determined our future, that determines our future even before one is born. So, but do we really, really, really see God as the main character? Or we have taken the place of the main character and we have relegated God to our own position, which is supposed to be the ones that, that, that were made, and they were supposed to be subject, um, they were supposed to be subject to the one who created. Um, who made them right and so Paul was when Paul said that can the things that has been created question the creator that why did you make me this way that was what Paul was trying to say that you're not the main character God made us and so God has full right God has total and complete right to make whatever that he has made in, in any way that he wants to make it. It is like asking a manufacturer that why did you make this bulb this way? The manufacturer is the one who who made it. He made the decision. So if he decides to make the bulb in an oval shape, it is his decision. You have no right as the consumer to come and question the manufacturer that why did you have to make it this way, right? And you don't have the right to say that you do not, you, you cannot make it this way. It's supposed to be this way. The manufacturer will tell you that it is my idea. I brought up the old, the skill was mine. The old idea was mine. The old sleepless nights to make this thing work was mine so i can decide to make it in whatever shape that i decide to make it on and make it into right so that was the perspective i had that that changed in me that we are not the main character god is the main character so sometimes when we come to ask god that okay god why were you adding the art of someone and why were you um, why, why, why would you love someone and why will you hate another person? It's all simply talking back to God and saying that God, what, what rights do you have to make this thing this way? And it's like we are calling the shots and we are making God. Um, we are seeing God as one who answers to us, but we actually answer to God. I know this might be quite hard for us to accept. It is quite tricky for us to accept this. But this is one of the things that when we understand this, when we have this perspective, when our perspective about God changes in this direction, it will help us to accept so many things in the word of God. And it will not look confusing to us that when God says this, he has the absolute say, he has the absolute You know, he has the final say over our lives, right? He has the final say over like Whatever he says goes. If he says yes, that is yes. If he says no, that is no. We have no right to say that. Why, God, why do you have to? Why does this have to be yes? Why does this have to be no? We do not have the right to call the shots for God. God calls the shots for us. So having that perspective, and now let's dive into our free will, our choice. Right. And you know, our free will comes in the sense that um we we yes, we are still responsible for whatever decisions we make. But when it comes to God, we need to understand that as Christians, when we talk when we talk about our will, we we were made for God, right? We were made for God, we we're made in God's purpose. That is why it says in Ephesians chapter two verse ten, it says that um For we are God's workmanship, created to do good works, in which God has prepared in advance for us to do. So, in Christ, it is not about your choice in god it is about his purpose you are not here on earth to fulfill your purpose you are here on earth to fulfill god's purpose so it is not really about your choice it's not really about your will but it is about god's will because our will has been embedded into god's will our choice has been embedded into god's purpose our choice so what we have in god is freedom Right, what we have in god is freedom so we have freedom to express ourselves in the purpose of god right we do not have freedom to express ourselves the way we want to but we have freedom to express ourselves the way god wants us to express ourselves so In Christ, when we come to Christ, our understanding or our perspective of free will, our perspective of choice has to change in the sense that it is not what I want to do again, but it is about what God wants me to do right so that is how it is like uh, just like the Bible says that in Colossians chapter 3 verse 3 says for my life is now hidden in Christ it says for I die and my life is now hidden in Christ in God for one for for a person that is dead you do not have control over a life again because you are already dead right what is dead is no more living what is dead is no more it does not have life again so the Bible says that for I die right for I died to sin, for I died to that old life, for I died, for I died to that past life, that sinful life. And my life is now eating in God. That is, everything that we do takes shape in God. Everything that we do takes shape takes takes perspective from god if your life is hidden in god that means you do not have a will of your own because you are not outside on your own but you are inside of god you are hidden in god so when god moves you move at the direction of god you move at the same pace at which god moves so that is that is a, a a a a change in perspective or a detour in our understanding of our free will in our understanding of our choice so god's sovereignty is actually the foundation and our own choices are the blocks So God's sovereignty, in whatever we do, God's sovereignty lays the foundation. God's sovereignty establishes everything. But our free free will, our choices, is now embedded in what God has already founded. Our free will is embedded in what God has already chosen, right? In what God has already chosen in us. You know, when we come to Christ, we come to God and we say that we surrender. At that very moment, we are sold out to God. But are we really ready to live a life that is sold out to God? or do we still want to have control or are we still holding holding down our choices do we still want to have control over the things that we do now a life that is totally sold out to god you are not it's the, that's why paul was so, so sometimes says that i am a slave to god when you are a slave to god you belong to god god calls the shots god god takes control of your life but most when, when we talk about our free will our choices it is because most of us are not ready to yield control to God we are still holding on to the steering of we're still holding on to the wheel of our boat and we are not ready to surrender we're not ready to yield it to God and God is saying that you have come to do my will that is why Jesus Christ would say that he has come to do the father's will not his own Jesus Christ understood free will in the sense of my free will is in God my free will is actually freedom in god so your choices are meant to be embedded in god your choices are meant to be to be ending in God your choices are meant to be parted according to God's will so it is not really about what I want to do but it is really about what God wants me to do and the freedom of expression that I have to do what God wants me to do so the question that I have for us this evening is that is that are we really sold out are we really living a sold out life like are we completely have we completely surrendered ourselves to god do we actually see god as the one who calls the shots of our lives do we actually see god as the main character do we actually do we actually accept god's sovereignty over our lives that he can decide to choose whatever. He can decide to do whatever he wants to do. And I will still surrender. And that is where our journey with God comes by faith. That it is not it's not about what I understand, but it is about what God has told me to do. That when God instructs me, I will go. When God says this, I will go. If God says that this is the end of life for me, this is the end of the journey for me, I have no right to question God. I know so many things happen happens in our life. We lose loved ones, and so many times we 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 want to ask God, why does this person have to go? But this is the, those are the period and the time that we have to submit ourselves to God's sovereignty. And know that He made He made us, He made whoever that we have lost, and He can decide to. He makes the decision. He calls the shots. So, if God says that it is over, it is really over. And we, if we are truly, if we have truly surrendered ourselves to God, we will be able to accept. We'll be able to accept whatever decision God makes of our lives. We are wrapping up the year and we are entering into twenty twenty two. Are we going to be fully surrendered to the sovereignty of God? Are we really? Go- are we? Are we? Are we ready to submit our choices? Are we really ready to surrender? I remember that when I started this year, the word that God gave me for the year 2021 was surrender, and you know, there were so many times that. I remember in January, I dedicated January to God and because I was clueless about where I was going to go, how I was going to live my life and everything because I made a decision to leave my job. at a very moment in time and I really didn't know what to do and I was like, okay, God, I just want to submit January to you and I just want you to direct me. I really don't know what to do. And I watched God actually make things work out for me, right? Throughout the months, throughout this year, and even the times where I I I I felt like I had everything under control, I saw God calling me back and say that you don't ha- you sh- you shouldn't have it under your control. You should release it to me for me to take control. So if I say I have been asked different questions, I remember that when I I, I got the job that I I presently. Um, the, where I actually work in right now I remember the question that God asked me was that have I really called you to own your own brand I am a photographer for as many people that do not know and you know like there is always this I've always had the idea of owning my own brand right and I remember the question that God asked me was to know do I really want you to own your own brand and it was a question that actually made me sit and like hmm Record. And I remember that before, a few weeks back, I got another question that, Tsunala, if I tell you to drop photography, will you be able to drop it? Right? If I tell you that today that no more photography for you, will you be able to drop it? And those are, I I, I really understand us because a part of us as human wants control. A part of us wants we we want to call the shots that is why even from the moment when we're growing up we have this perfect perfect picture of how our life should go we have this straight life from 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 primary school that's for Nigerian from primary school to secondary school to university then i'm going to get a job then i'm going to get married then i'm going to have kids at this or so age but we have discovered that as life goes on So many things start changing. And it looks as if the life that we have perfectly planned for ourselves is not really going the way that we have planned it. And so for us, for we human, we have always had, we have always wanted to take control of our lives we have always wanted to plan everything the way it should go the way it should be what is right at a, at a particular moment but the times that when God shakes us and when God puts us on a detour and like uh-uh, you, I know that you planned that in a year your business would have expanded you would have gotten to this point you would have gotten to this reach you will be controlling this and you'll be controlling that and God is saying that no you have to stay here for some years before this will happen because I need to take you through it and it becomes very difficult for us to undo it becomes very difficult for us to accept because it looks like God this is out of my control I I thought I would be able to control things the way it should go but this is a detour in my life and those are the very critical moments that God takes us to the point that he brings us back to Himself and says that I create you and I can I can call I call the shots over your life and I can make you whoever I want to make you and I can tell you to be whoever I want you to be. I can give you instructions on where to be and where to go. I can tell you that stay here, don't go to this place. I can tell you that stay at this position for this so 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 time. Those points in our lives. Are we really ready to lose control and, ask, and let God take control? Are we really, really, really ready to let God take control in 2022? That whatever he says goes. And even though it doesn't fit our perfect image, even though it doesn't fit our our picture, our perfect picture... We are ready to give it up to God because we know that he takes control and he calls the shots, and we know that we are not the main character. God wants some some of us to lose control over our lives. God wants some of us to release the the, the steering. God wants some of us to actually come out of the boat, step out of the boat, and step on the, upon the waters. You know, when you step on the, upon the waters, you do not have control about how you move, on how you move again. It is the water that carries you to wherever it's going to carry you. And those are the points that you just have to trust and look unto Jesus, the ultimate Finisher of your faith. That you believe in Him, that God. I release the control. The boat is our control. That you have, you, you, the boat is just that thing that you have that it's like, um, yes, I can stay in the boat and not get wet. I can stay in the boat and not, and not, and not be tossed around with this, with this wind. But by the moment, but the moment we step out of the boat, we step upon the waters, we lose control, we surrender to God. God wants so many, God wants some of us to actually step upon the waters in 2022 and lose control, including myself. So this evening, I know that this might might take a while for you to process through, but I want you to trust God. I want you to put your faith in God and surrender everything to God and ask God to change your perspective So many times, the questions that we are asking for, the light, the understanding that we need is just in change of perspective. God just wants us to see Him the way He is meant to be seen. For as many people that are ready to surrender control to God in 2022, including myself,
1: Father, we surrender
0: ourselves to you, we give you control. We do not have the right to question you. We do not have the right to, to say that, why does this have to go this way? But even when it's, it is difficult, even when it seems as if it doesn't make sense, we surrender to you. Even when, it's, when it is hard to accept your sovereignty. Even when it is hard to accept that you have the right to, to do whatever you want to do. You have the right to have mercy on who you will have mercy on. You have the right to have compassion on who you have compassion on. And it is not by our work. It is just by you who makes the call. Father, we surrender ourselves to you, O oh God. Help us to see you the way you want us to see you. Help us to surrender everything to you. Whatever that we are holding into, whatever that we are holding on, that we're not ready to release, oh God. We release it to you this evening, God. We release it to you today, oh Lord. We say that you will take control. Take over the wheel, oh God we we'll stretch forth our hands to you, that you will hold our hands even as we walk upon the waters. Yes. And we'll not be carried away by the waves. We'll not be carried away by the winds. But we'll look unto you. Our faith will look unto you, the, the altar and finisher of our life. We'll hold unto you the anchor of our lives. We surrender everything to your control, God. Thank you, Jesus, because we're going to have a blessed year. In Jesus' precious name we've prayed. Amen. I believe that this is a very beautiful way to end the year and um thank you so much once again for being here with me throughout the year 2021 i believe that god is going to work with us in year 2022 and it's going to bring more understanding more light to his word and um, whatever that we need to um whatever whatever things that we need to unlearn we will will be ready to unlearn them and whatever things that we need to relearn we'll be able to relearn them thank you so much for working through and for working with me through 2021 on this podcast thank you for always listening and um, this is the point which i say merry christmas and happy new year in advance (laughs) Yes, and see you in 2022, January 24th, by God's grace. You have a blessed holiday, and God bless you. Thank you. Uh, Yes, please make sure you you share this episode with as many people that you can share with, and um, as many people that would like to be blessed, um, that would really be blessed with this episode. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Bye. (laughs)